Welcome to Keys of the Kingdom. I'm Brother Gregory. We're going to talk about the Kingdom of God. We're going to talk about a number of things today on Keys of the Kingdom. We're going to talk about this Restore America plan and the Guardians of the Republic. We started talking about that last week, and you can pick that up in the archives of the radio show. Uh, we talked about a video uh, where they talk about foreign states and uh, negotiating with them rather than the regular government. Uh, you got to remember there's only about 1,000, 2,000, maybe 3,000 people in this movement. They claim to have a number of... Uh, you know, army officers and things like that that are backing them. They claim to have people in the government that are backing them, but uh, it really looks like a very tiny little group of people. Uh, the bad thing that I see going on here, uh, uh, probably a number of bad things, but uh, there's a great many people that are being suckered into, and I use the word suckered into, signing some sort of declaration that's going to make a big difference. They give you deadlines. They a lot of fear-mongering. I mean, they say, you know, don't be afraid. Don't listen to those people that are fear-mongers saying, don't sign this. Listen to us who say that if you don't sign this, this is the last hope for America. Uh, so they're actually, you know, accusing others of doing exactly what they're doing. And there's a flaw in man's character where he thinks that, oh, I have to elect somebody who's going to lead me to the promised land and uh, give them power. And this is what this declaration is doing. We have a similar declaration that you can sign with uh, His Holy Church, except for uh, minor little differences. And the minor little differences is the difference between you going to jail and not going to jail. <laughs> because that document that they have you signing and the rhetoric that they have is threatening the overthrow of the United States. It's encouraging the military to disobey the oaths of office, uh, disregard the fact that uh, presidents are commander-in-chiefs or even their own commanders-in-chiefs. In other words, they're enticing mutiny. Uh, all these things that, uh, that go along with signing that are actually crimes on the book today, and you're turning these over to people who you don't know where they're turning them over to. You don't know that much about their background. We know that Turner used to work for the FEMA himself, uh, for Homeland Security, anyway. Uh, the fact is is that with those documents in hand, any government agency uh, could simply walk in and arrest you because you have been inside, inciting people to riot, to uh, uh, break their oaths, and to... Uh, uh, you know, rebel against uh, an existing government. I see. I say an existing government because, yes, there there is the truth of a de jure and de facto government, and they do exist. But the government is based on private contract, and if you're enticing people to break that contract, uh, you are committing a crime, and that's a crime that you can be arrested for and imprisoned for. And you've already supplied your own evidence if you have signed those documents. You need to repent of that. You also need to repent of the things that have gone against God that we have been doing as a regular basis, and even churches have been promoting as a regular basis for, um, well, honestly, for a thousand years, but uh, specifically in this country for at least intensively for a hundred years. 
and paths that we have gone down as a society that have drawn us away from liberty under God. This is not the result of, you know, some democratic uh, uh, election where uh, someone... We changed the course of the nation as a people, individually. And uh, salvation is found on an individual basis, individuals repenting, turning around, and going another way. And all the literature, all the audios, all the programs, all our, our trips and journeys across this country uh, are designed for one thing, to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God and help people seek the rights of God and to return to God and stop rejecting God as the voice of the people did in the days of Samuel, as the people did uh, in the days of Cain and Nimrod, as the brothers of Joseph did when they cast their own brother into a pit of slavery, and they themselves woke up in a pit of the same slavery. And because they created centralized rulers who could rule over them by their contracts, covenants, and constitutions, by their social compacts, they began to enter into a realm of bondage, entangling them in the world, the constitutional orders or systems of government of men. Like I've said many times before, five different words in the New Testament all translated into the word world. You need to know which one they use there so that you know what can spot your religion and make it impure because pure religion is unspotted by the world. What world? By the age? By the inhabited places? No, by the constitutional order or system of government. In other words, by those men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority. You no longer take care of the needy of your society by free will offerings, so therefore you no longer live by faith. You tell me you believe in Jesus, but you really believe in the Corbin of the Pharisees that makes the word of God to none effect. You cannot do both. In other words, you believe in a Jesus that is falsely drawn as a picture before you. You believe in an idol called Jesus. You can call him Yeshua, you can call him Jesus, but if you don't know who you're talking about for real, it's an idol created in your own mind. And because you accept that idol does not mean you have accepted Jesus. So therefore, you are not saved because you say you accepted Jesus. You are only saved because you actually accept Jesus. And when you do that, you will operate different than what I have seen in most churches throughout the world today. Most churches have gone into apostasy. They give Christ lip service. They say, Lord, Lord, but they do not do the will of the Father. They've done contrary and brought the whole world back into a bondage that has never been seen before in the history of man. And that bondage is about to push you over the edge of the pit. You need to turn around. There's a picture on my wall. My grandkids have seen it. My kids have seen it. It's been up there for 30 years. It's a picture of thousands of sheep uh, moving along a plateau to the edge of the plateau and falling over the edge of the plateau, hurtling down to evidently the cavern booth. And there's one sheep out in their midst, and it was going the other way, saying, excuse me, excuse me, 
excuse me, and my grandson uh, years ago when he was little said, that's my grandpa. And that's what I am. I would like to see a few more of you out there saying, excuse me, <laughs> and going on the other way. The crowd, you cannot turn the crowd, but you can turn around and go and listen and follow another voice, the voice of Christ, who said to love your neighbor as yourself. It is not love to send a man to your neighbor's house with a gun to say, time to contribute to my free education, my public school, my health care, my welfare, anything. If that is how you sustain your society, you live by the sword. You do not live by love. You do not live by faith. You live by allegiance, allegiance sworn by oaths contrary to the ways of Christ. You are the exact opposite of what Christ said to be. He said, you are not to be like the men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority one over the other. And every single nation throughout the world does exactly that. There are no Christian nations meeting at the United Nations. None. None of them are Christian, including the United States, Australia, any of those. Europe, they are not Christian because they do not follow what Christ said do now these other movements that come up and they say oh we're going to go back to the republic and then they say we will do whatever the majority of you tell us to do that's not a republic folks that's a democracy it, 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 this, the, the contradictions are unbelievable I hardly know where to start well, I'll start where we left off. I've got four page notes here. I doubt I'll get through them in a month. What is mine cannot be taken away without consent. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. Those are two quotes. One is basic fundamental maxim of law. They can't tax you without your consent. But you can give your consent in many ways. You do not need a written contract with somebody guaranteed to stand by you and explain all the details of that contract. You can say, oh, there wasn't full disclosure. No, there was. You just didn't look it up. I mean, anybody who tells you that, you turn to them and say, did you read the Social Security Act? They will tell you 99.9% .9 of the times no. Then you say, don't complain about full disclosure. You didn't even read it. How many law books have you read so that you could read it and understand what it was saying? How many of you read the book by the man who devised the system? None. None of you. I got it in the library. Why? Why didn't you? Why didn't you read it? Oh, fraud! There wasn't full disclosure. Yes, there was. There was adequate disclosure. You just didn't read it. You lazy son of a gun. No, I'm just picking on you now, but the point is, you you know, I talked to somebody the other day on the tour that we have going to 30 different states all over the country. You want to be a part of that tour, join the Living Network at hisholychurch.org and find out where we're going to be, become a part of the solution. But anyway, what I was going to do is take a mirror along with me. I found the problem. Look here. You will see it. And hold that mirror up to the audience. You're the problem. 
you haven't been seeking the kingdom of God and the righteousness of God. Yes, I agree. People have not been teaching it to you. Yes, the, 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 the lies are all around you. You are drowning in lies and deception. But the solution isn't more lies and deception. The solution is you have to accept responsibility. You have to come together and be the government of the people, for the people, and by the people. Not some democracy. We're going to elect a couple of guys and say, okay, you do it. We'll elect you. No, you have to do it on a grassroots basis of coming together in tight moral uh, congregations who care about each other. If you don't care about your neighbor as much as yourself, forget it. It's a waste of time. Just go, just go back into the system. There's absolutely nothing I can do for you. There's nothing Moses could do for you. There's nothing Christ could do for you. Now, admittedly, most of you probably don't care about your neighbor as much as yourself, but if at least you're willing to move in that direction, okay, come on. Let's walk with me. Let's go that way. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. How many of you consented? Oh, it wasn't full disclosure. You consented. You went to public school. Oh, my parents sent me there. I didn't have any choice. Well, that's right. You shouldn't have any choice. Your parents were the authorities in your life, and they sent you there. They sold you into bondage. You're now in bondage. Got it? Get it? Okay. That's good. It was consented to to take away from your neighbor to provide you with a free education. Period. It was consented to by the authority that God put over you, your parents. Honor thy father and thy mother. You are now a slave. You are now in bondage because you accepted the tutor of Caesar, the benefits of Caesar, and now you owe Caesar. You've got you've been numbered by Caesar, you're a federal employee, you're in there. So, can you do anything about it? But first you have to admit where you're at. Don't make excuses. There are no excuses. Remember the mayor. You're the problem. Don't make excuses for it. Admit it. Now you can do something about it because you admitted it. Ever try to pull out a sliver without looking? You need to look. You need to feel. You need to see the pain of the problem and do something about it. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us seek, uh, excuse me, let us look privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow up uh, alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall fill all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. It goes on to tell about uh, the net is spread before the bird, but the bird still flies into it. Yeah, it was clear. If you're getting free education by forcing your neighbor to pay property tax, you are a part of the problem. You don't believe in private ownership of land. Anybody who goes to public school does not believe in private ownership of land. You do not own land. You do not have a right to sit on a jury. You do not have a right to decide fact and law. You should be in an administrative court. You should be subject, and the slothful should be because you didn't pay for your own education even, and the education of your own children. You forced your neighbor to pay for it. This is wickedness. This is an abomination. 
You imagine how popular I am with the school board and the teachers union. Repent. Now, okay, you're in there. You're in, you've got this problem. You've created this system. You don't even know how to get out. It's a long ways back, but you can make it back. And you can make it back easier if you come together with love and peace in your heart for your neighbor and no longer wish to send men with guns to your neighbor's house to make sure you get free education for your children, free health care for yourself, free whatever it is. You're going to have to start becoming a society that stands alone on faith with nothing but hope and taxes paid out of charity and love for one another. And you may have to do that where you're still filling your tally of bricks for the pharaoh, but no longer taking his straw. If you come together in congregations, it is absolutely reasonable to start homeschooling your children. It's being done already. For some people, it's been done for decades and decades. And if you won't do that, then you're not following Christ because you're looking and praying to the men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority one over the other and over your neighbor to provide you with free education. I belong to the system. I should get the benefits. You said it. You belong to the system. You do not belong to Christ. We are not trying to get you to belong to another church. We are not trying to start another denomination here. We are trying to get you to belong to God. Can we abolish the corporation? This is one of the things that they're bringing up all the time. Oh, we're the corporate government, the United States is a corporate government. From the very beginning, the Constitution is a corporate charter. It had a corporate nature. What is a corporation? Two or more people gathered together for a particular purpose under a pre-existing authority as if it was one person, the United States of America. Now, that didn't include the states. The states were separate. But the United States of America in Washington, D.C. was a corporate body from the beginning. It was as you can't change it without we the people. Except for you're not we the people. Or you weren't then. We the people were the people whose names were at the bottom of the document. And eventually it included the states who agreed to it and sent congressmen and senators who were we the people of the United States. Because they were the ones who were obligated to abide by its rules. The average citizen was not a party to it. The average citizen in every state was not a party to it. You are now, because you're federal employees, just like senators and congressmen. Like, not just like them, but enough so like them that you are we the people. But it doesn't. It didn't need your vote to to create it. Why does it need your vote to change it? It doesn't. It doesn't need your vote at all. Yes, it's corporate. It always was corporate. Yes, it underwent tremendous changes during the Civil War. Governments always do. The Constitution itself wasn't even legally ratified by the agreements they had of the day. But it's been acquiesced to, and by participation, you become subject to it. Originally, Americans didn't participate in the United States federal government very much at all. And the United States federal government had almost no power within the states. That's changed. The solution is not 
fixing or changing the wine in an old wineskin. It's returning to the ways of God on an individual basis and then as a congregation of individuals who do not invest any of their right to choose into their natural governing body but maintain their rights all the time. The only thing you give up is your right to choose over what you wish to contribute. When you contribute, you let go entirely. This is a precept of Abraham's government, of, of Moses' government, of Christ's government. What you give, you freely give with no strings attached, and that is used to maintain your society. You're going to need to do that because the society that you have created for yourselves, contrary to the ways of God, is about to fail. It is the unrighteous mammon. You need to prepare for yourselves more righteous habitations. You can only do that by following righteousness. We'll return after these words from your local station. You're listening to FirstAmendmentRadio.com worldwide. Freedom is never free. We need your support today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Since the beginning of time, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it, it has been traded, it has been borrowed, it has been purchased, it has been stolen, there's a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188 or visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom and regular guest, world-renowned economist Robert Chapman right here on FirstAmendmentRadio.com at 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. Toll free, 1-800-375-4188. Now listen to me. The Bible says, Render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. I want you to know that a corporation is Caesar. Government Takeover of the Church. This DVD is the most powerful tool we have for waking up those asleep in the pews. The scripture calls for his people to come out of her. The corporate church is the apostate church, the whore that rides the beast. Get this DVD for a donation of $25 from FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Make copies and give them away to your corporate church friends and loved ones. The truth will make them free. They will watch the DVD, Government Takeover of the Church. Order online today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com or call 559-781-3773. Who will tell them if not you? You are listening to the Worldwide First Amendment Radio Network. We do not have freedom of speech because the Constitution gives it to us. The Constitutional Amendment was written to keep the government from taking our freedom away. The Creator gave us our rights. 
but he also gives us the capacity to do evil or usurp the rights of others. Our individual rights end where the rights of another begin. No one has the right to do evil because evil can never be right. Those who would seek to limit your right to speak or hear the truth are the same who seek to subjugate, control, and enslave you. Freedom is not free. Support the Worldwide First Amendment Radio Network by going to firstamendmentradio.com on the Internet and following the instructions there to support us. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Keys of the Kingdom. Uh, I think everybody should really make an effort to get on the Living Network. Uh, go to the website, org and connect with the local contact ministers on those groups by joining the group that uh, is covering your area of the country. And we actually have groups that will cover every area of the world, uh, Australia as well as uh, in uh, uh, we not strong presence in a south america but we have some interest down there but the fact is is we're a voice crying in the wilderness and networking requires that you work at networking so if you're on the network pick a contact minister that's just somebody who is uh, kind of managing your connection with the rest of the group if he doesn't do a good job pick another one there's no term limits uh, you pick them you're in charge of that that is the choice you get to make and you get to make it again and again and again because we never take away your right to choose at the church because that was a liberty given to you by God and we would not infringe on that. At the church, you are creating offices of service. So when you elect somebody, he may serve you, but he cannot rule over you and you can change anytime you want. You don't have to pay him. He's Most of the, these guys, nobody, I hardly gets any kind of pay. Uh, certainly... Uh, they must learn to sustain themselves. Unfortunately, if we were really as we should be, he would have a minister for every 10 families, and he would be health, education, and welfare for you. He'd be your FEMA. He'd be your connection with the rest of the network, and you would have in place, ready to go, a way in which to deal with any type of calamity that the world could bring about whether intentional or incidental or geological or economical or whatever. Because that's what the early Christians did. That's what Moses did with uh, the Israelites. That's what Abraham was doing with his altars as they were creating a system that operated on faith, hope, and charity. And without that system in place, you can kiss liberty goodbye because it will not exist. People thought, well, we can just be safe in our own little communities. And before you know it, back in uh, 1000s and 1066 and uh, uh, nine, uh, 98 and what have you, men rose up as kings and squashed one valley after another because they would not come together in an international network of people who cared about each other. They had become complacent in their affluence and they became fit subjects to be uh, overtaken and devoured. And for a thousand years, that's exactly gone on. Satan, the adversary of Christ, the adversary of liberty, has ruled the world. America was a brief uh, place where you could go and escape that totalitarianism. But even it today is infested with people who wish to rule over you. 
your next door neighbor, the neighbor down the street, the neighbor across the street. He wishes to force you to pay for his child's education, his health care, whatever. And you can go and try to get the vote and get those rights back, but uh, lots of luck. That's all I can tell you. So we're going to look a little bit at some of the agreements of that. We don't want to pick on this uh, insignificant movement, uh, Restore the Republic people. Uh, but we are going to address it because of the fact that people are going to be harmed by some of the foolishness that is coming through that group. Now, there's a lot of great things that are being said. But if you mix in the doggy do recipe, the bad stuff, it ruins everything. You know, the bad apple despoils the bunch. So you need to you need to be objective and look at this and not just fall for another Messiah, another guy who's going to save you because he's got this system because there are things that have already infiltrated that system, uh, either by hook or crook, that will be absolutely devastating to your family. I've been at this for decades and decades and decades, and I can see the problems because I've seen the results of the same old, same old time and time again. Here's a quote. There are borders of our, uh, the borders of our re-inhabited republic stretch from the Canadian borders on the north side of the Mexican border, on the south side, the eastern border on the Atlantic Ocean, and the western border on the Pacific Ocean. That's the contiguous U.S. They left out Alaska and Hawaii. That's fine. But the point is, is the United States federal government was never a republic. It is a federal indirect democracy, and all you have to do is read the Constitution to figure that out. It was created for the purposes of guaranteeing a republican form of government, but itself was a federal indirect democracy. Look at the mechanism. That's why... They wanted to add a Bill of Rights to protect the rights of the members of the federal democracy, which were employees of the federal democracy, including congressmen and senators. They wanted their rights protected because they were we the people once they went to Washington, D.C. That wasn't about your rights. That was about their rights. You were to retain your rights, Ninth and Tenth Amendments states were to retain their rights. They didn't. You didn't. Write it down. Don't forget it. The District of Columbia is a particular concern to us as it is the seat of the United States corporate government. Uh, They believe it was unlawfully conveyed without the consent of we the people. You weren't a party to it. Okay? We the people were the congressmen and senators. They could change it as much as they wanted. Yeah, they should have followed certain ways. Yeah, they shouldn't have got rid of the old 13th Amendment and all this stuff. But you have to remember, half the nations were in rebellion, almost. And they that was fine. They could leave. They just couldn't take federal property. And you have to make that distinction. The United States federal government is a separate entity outside the states. If it owns federal property in the states, the states cannot confiscate that. And they did. And that's why there was a war, not because they left. Now, the federal interest in the individual states is far greater. I mean, for gosh sakes, Austria was invaded by Germany because German citizens were living in Austria. 
there's nothing but federal citizens and you, a couple thousand people are going to overthrow the corporate government? What about all the people who want the corporate government? What do you, like I said, if you get a thousand people, two thousand, you get two million. You get twenty million people backing you and your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, uh, guardians of the Republic. What are you going to do with the other 340 million people that don't want to give up their benefits? No, that's the wrong way to go. Stop it. You're wasting time. You're wasting energy. You're wasting money. Do what Christ said to do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Start becoming that. And that's absolutely legal. We're not overthrowing any government. We're not trying to talk any soldiers into disobeying their commander-in-chief. Whether he's legally their commander-in-chief or not, they, they are sworn to obey the words that come out of that office. And if they refuse to, are liable to be thrown into prison as some men have already been thrown into prison. Now, that's an individual call. Uh, you know, I will do what I can to support people who... Uh, and their families, and that's what we need to do is to create that a safety net based on faith, hope, and charity. But the fact is, is even Jesus, when they tried to trap him into saying, is it lawful to pay the, the, the tribute coin? He says, give them what you owe them. I mean, that's what the regulations say. You know, pay Caesar what you owe them, but start giving to God what you owe him. What do you owe God? You owe God your love for your neighbor. Now, who's your neighbor? Well, at least your neighbor seeking the kingdom. And don't oppress your other neighbor. Don't force him to pay for your child's education. If you're seeking Christ, you're going to be wanting to seek homeschooling. You may not be able to do that on your own if you're an individual, uh, you know, single parent, and, or through your fault or other fault. It doesn't matter. That's the situation it is now. You have to work. You have to do something with your kid. But if you come together in a congregation, you can make it happen. And if you can't come together in a congregation, then you probably don't love your neighbor as yourself, and you probably don't know Jesus Christ, and you probably ought to be a slave for some dictator. And your children ought to go and fight his battles and be forced to run before his chariots because you have no interest in following the ways of the kingdom. The kingdom is not individual congregations alone. They are individual congregations of individual people who remain individual people within those congregations. They're not they're not unincorporated associations. They are the church. They are those seeking the kingdom of God. Well, down here I ask, uh, there's a few other things. Congress has uh, repeatedly violated their oaths of office, fiduciary responsibility, in many cases committed uh, treasonous acts against we the people again of the United States of America and the word. The problem is they are we the people of the United States. And the fact is that they've committed crimes as individuals. Arrest them. Prosecute them. Put them in jail. That's not, you're, you're rebelling against the office while you're claiming to be we the people. You can't, you can't do that. They, the office exists because you depend on, I mean, these people want to still collect their social security and, and still be federal employees and, and, and they want to do away with the offices. You, you're, you don't understand how this government works. 
you certainly don't understand how a free government works. Prosecute them in the administrative courts you have. I mean, you could, I mean, you can find these guys taking bribes, you know, but you're still trying to fix, improve the wine, bad wine in an old wineskin. That isn't what Christ came to do. Christ came to show you how to be a free government. When Jerusalem eventually completely collapsed and was destroyed by Titus, Christians were out of there. And Titus gave orders that they should be allowed to leave, and they left, and they had a network that reached all the way to Ireland and Norway where they could go and be brought into communities all over the world. And they did exactly that. I mean, they didn't all go to Ireland, but they they went all over the place. And they had a society, a parallel society, that operated by faith, hope, and charity that took them in. And what was a disaster to the Jews was brought prosperity to the Christians because they were no longer in that community. And they were received well in many other communities. Now, they were persecuted, and, of course, we hear a lot about that persecution. But by the same token, I can show you cases where magistrates came and protected Christians from local persecution, as well as local uh, people protecting them against the abuse of magistrates. You will always have enemies of truth. But you need to be a part of the whole truth, because otherwise you go into battle with chinks in your armor, and there are so many chinks in this armor, it is unbelievable. We no longer give our consent to the United States Corporation or any of its employees, agents, contractors, representatives, or any type uh, to use in any of the lands, national parks, real estate resources, natural resources, and la, 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 la. They're firing on Fort Sumner again. And they're federal employees while they do it. <laughs> they have no idea of their relationship with this government and how the authorities of this government have been created. They are making war against Pharaoh, and that is not what Moses said to do. They are making war against Caesar, and that is, they, knowing the contract... How do you do that? How do you say, I'm going to unincorporate my boss? You know, I had a guy down here who worked for a local business, and uh, I, I warned the local business because this guy had a certain mental problems. And, you know, I'm not saying he was nuts or anything, but he had certain perceptions. That he, he, I said, you can't work this guy every day. You'll burn him out. You know, use them when you can. He's really good at doing certain kinds of work. And, you know, of course, they didn't listen. But I would just, I happen to be related to the people in the business. Uh, and eventually, the, the employee came in and was trying to tell the owner of the million-dollar business how he should be doing stuff. And, he, and the employee lived in a trailer. I mean, an old teardrop trailer. No water, no plumbing, nothing. Uh, barely getting by. I mean, he's a good guy. He worked hard. But he's going to tell the guy who's put together a million-dollar business how to run his business and lecture him? And they just said, you're fired. <laughs> surprise, surprise. These guys are saying, we're going to unincorporate 
the United States federal government. We're going to make the elected leaders step down. We're not going to use the courts, or the administrative rules, or even the Constitution and the procedures of the Constitution. We're just going to do this because a couple thousand people decide that the other 360 million people shouldn't have this government anymore that they want. I mean, let's get realistic. Christ got realistic. And the fact is, most of, I can find you people everywhere who want to be free. Everybody wants to be free. Who wants the responsibility of freedom? That's who you need to be looking for. Who wants to care for their neighbor as much as they care for themselves? Yeah, they, they constantly use this phrase, we the people. Uh, you're the boss. The boss of what? Boss of them? I, you know, it, it's almost painful to read some of these things in their deals, and so I just set one of the sheets aside. I, I can't read it anymore. Um, you know, you've got this executive branch, you've got a judicial branch, you've got a congressional branch, it's a corporate government, it, you say it wasn't legally established. The Constitution wasn't legally established, as I've already said. And that's, I mean, that's right out of Clark's summary of U.S. American law. It was never legally ratified. It was acquiesced to. It's referred to as the quiet revolution. But most of the people let it slide because it really didn't have anything to do with most of the real republic. And they were taking care of one another. Read the Davy Crockett story on hisholychurch.org to get an idea of how those local communities work. You don't work that way. And yet you want to go and have your continental congresses and, your, uh, and, and you still go and start your own free government. You're not living the way they lived in the republic. You personally are not living the way they lived in the republic. You're not operating by faith, open charity. You're not taking care of your needy through faith, open charity. You should be under a totalitarian rule because you're a bunch of covetous people. You covet your neighbor's goods. You want your social insurance not to insure your society through your own efforts, but force social insurance upon everybody with men with guns collecting instead of men with baskets. It's 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 ridiculous. You're not you don't deserve to be freedom. And those people who can't see this get away from them. And start gathering together with those who want to see the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of righteousness. Uh, he also uh, makes a comment that we the people are the states. Uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, if we the people were the states, well, actually, there's a way around where you can actually kind of mean that in one sense. Uh, because the Constitution was to be ratified by the states. It was uh, not really legally ratified because it required a unanimous vote uh, before it was implemented, and they didn't do that. But it was voted on by the states, but it was not put to a popular vote because it had, had it been, it would have been voted down. And that's, You read contracts, covenants, and constitutions, or covenants, contracts, and constitutions, or constitutions, contracts, and covenants, whichever way you want to put it, our CCC series on the net, and you will uh, 
you will understand more about the relationship of the Constitution. April 3rd, 1918, the new American creed was read in Congress, beginning with the words, I believe in the United States of America as a government whose just powers are derived from the consent of the governed, a democracy in a republic. So we kind of went over that already, but basically a uh, United States was to guarantee a Republican form of government to the states. It itself was a democracy, an indirect democracy, but a democracy. Uh, actually, within once you get within the walls of it, it's pretty much a direct democracy, although there's a certain division, but it's created by an indirect democracy uh, deal with the voters. The people within the state send these other men to this other government to decide certain things that have been entrusted with them, certain things that we should have never entrusted. As we pointed out many times, there are at least four basic powers in the granted in the original constitution to government that God forbids you give to government back in Deuteronomy seventeen sixteen, And so, you know, it was not a, a Christian document to begin with. It was men trying to figure out a solution. George Washington had grave doubts about it after he had been president for just a little while. But, uh, you know, they didn't know what else to do. I mean, Patrick Henry is absolutely opposed to it, but once it was in place, he tried to... But he warned us over and over again. Everybody should read the Anti-Federalist Papers. Everybody should read Patrick Henry's comments about the Constitution. It is not your salvation. Christ is your salvation. But you have to actually have to do what Christ had to do. You can't just give him lip service. Not just Lord, Lord, but those who do it the will of my Father. A republic is a commonwealth that form a government in which the administration of affairs is open to all the citizens. In another sense, it signifies the state independently of its government. In other words, the government in a republic is ministerial. It is not authoritarian. The government in the church is what? Ministerial not authoritarian in the true church now many of your churches you have a very authoritarian church your your bishops and your pastors and your popes they tell you what you're supposed to believe and you got to listen to them you're supposed to be listening to christ in your heart and answerable to christ uh, these other men are not your salvation christ is your salvation they are not christ you have to have christ in you in order to be a part of his republic because the early church was referred to as a viable republic in the heart of the Roman Empire. The early churches in America, much different than those in Europe, were, uh, many of them, much different than those in Europe, were referred to as embryonic republics. We go through this in the book, The Higher. All those books are free online if you join the Living Network. The term republic, res publica, signifies the state independently of its form of government because the state was in the hands of the individual people. Why do I say individual? Because it wasn't a collective. How do you decide fact and law when everybody is his own man? Everybody is the king of his own castle. To trial by jury. How do you pick a jury? For dire. The two opposing parties want to come to a solution, they pick for dire. One guy says, well, I robbed him, I took his money, so what are you going to do about it? I'm just going to go my own way. 
Well, theoretically, you have police powers. You can actually arrest him. I don't recommend that under the present state because he's probably the child of the state, and you won't, you shouldn't have been contracting with him to begin with. If he has become together in your congregation, you can ostracize him. And you say, well, he got away with it then. You think so? When things get bad, he will only have the gods which he has chosen to call out to. You will have the God. So better off, let him go. Wash your hands of him. And be immersed in the Spirit of Christ. But it takes people who, where are these sheep that hear Christ's voice? This is why we're going on the tour, to try to find them. Every single local congregation that we have already, every single person who's thinking or listening to us anywhere should be working together to make this tour beneficial to the whole body of Christ. And I don't know where they all are. We all have to go out and find those lost sheep. Don't think we're going to have a meeting with 20 or 25 people you've already gathered. Think of those 20 or 25 people gathering another 100 or 200 or 300 people. And then you get to know them and meet them. Anyway, they formally request an assistance from the United States military. They are in a lot of trouble doing that. Don't sign those documents. We'll talk more about this next week. Uh, These people do not understand a free government and are leading you down a path that will destroy many, many families. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Until we see each other again, may peace be upon your house. You have been listening to The Keys of the Kingdom with Brother Gregory of His Holy Church. For more information on the educational ministry provided by His Holy Church and Brother Gregory, including services, counseling, lectures, books, and other audio materials, please write to His Church at Summer Lake, Box 10, Summer Lake, Oregon, 97640. You can also find us on the web at www.hisholychurch.net.